back to season two of Becoming No One. I'm your host, Big Taj, and today we're going to talk about the Hermetic Principles, or also known as the Laws of the Universe. OMG, y'all, I am so excited to be back for season two of the podcast. Now, the break was well needed so that I can continue to take y'all on my spiritual journey because I've talked about this before. I just don't have sustainable energy to keep things going. So I am going to take breaks in between seasons, but I'm going to keep it real. I procrastinated that entire break because the energy for the last part of the year just felt really stagnant. Like it was like I could not get anything done that I wanted to get done. Okay. And I am very sensitive to energy, as you guys know. So I felt like it was just like a really hard time for me. So if in the last part of the year, you felt like you couldn't get nothing done, you couldn't set no goals, you couldn't whatever, baby, it was not you. It was the energy that's around you. Now, the last week of the year after that full moon, I was actually able to get a lot done. I had a very, very productive last couple of days of the year. Um, but I think I kind of created it myself, y'all, because I grew up in chaos. And sometimes you subconsciously put yourself back into those environments because you have the tools that you need to survive in those environments. So I think I know subconsciously that I work really good when my back is up against the wall. So I put my back up against the wall. OK, so it's a healing process. OK. <laughs> And throwing yourself into chaos is quite literally the definition of insanity. But before we hop into the lesson, I just want to say shout out to y'all because season one had over 35,000 downloads, over 1,200 subscribers, and that's only over two platforms, y'all. My Tic Tac account from March 29th of last year was less than 50,000 followers. Now it's over 215,000 followers and I couldn't be more excited if I tried y'all. I'm forever grateful for y'all and I never stop uh, singing y'all prayers. So thank you so much for taking this journey with me. I'm still learning just like y'all. So I appreciate everybody who's willing to learn with me and grow. And I also love reading y'all feedback. So leave me some feedback on Apple, on RSS, on YouTube, wherever you're watching this. Um, because I really do read all of it. Like I love I love reading the feedback and y'all really keep me going. And again, like I said, I'll never stop singing y'all praise because there was a time when I prayed for a community of like-minded individuals to converse with and share resources. So this is really a dream come true for me. And I love y'all deep. Y'all know that, but I just got to say it again because uh, gratitude is the best attitude. And just one more thing before we hop into the lesson, um, for people who are watching this on YouTube or people who tend to go to YouTube, I get about 180, 160 people a week that go there. You will not see my face anymore, but you will actually still be able to listen to this on YouTube. Um, this year, I'm just trying to make sure that I'm able to sustain this. And like I said, I'm a one woman show. Okay. So after I record the podcast, it don't take me nothing to record it, the audio version, but making the video takes me a couple hours. Um, so I'm trying to make sure that I'm being more efficient with my time. So I still love and appreciate my YouTube family. Um, and you will still be able to access it on YouTube. So boom. Today, we are going to be talking about hermeticism and the laws of the universe or the hermetic principles so that we can understand how this universe we live in functions. Um, because last season, we talked about how we function, right? What resources we have at our disposal. And now we got to talk about the universe that we live in so that we know what the laws and the principles that govern this universe so that we learn how to navigate and use it to our favor. Uh, also, a lot of us are constantly violating these laws, which cause chaos in our lives. So I think it's just really important for us to know what they are so that we know how to navigate them. 
First, we need to understand where these laws come from, which brings us to what we're going to discuss in this season, which is hermeticism, mentalism, alchemy. We'll talk about the Emerald Tablets. We'll talk about ancient Egypt and so much more. Okay, because um, I think we need to start with hermeticism because um, that's what actually gives us the laws of the universe. Okay, it's basically all the laws of the universe are based off of these seven hermetic principles that we're going to discuss. And then I'm also going to give you guys a couple of other cosmic awareness laws as well. Um, but what we need to understand is hermeticism is the study of mental sciences. Okay, and everything, including this universe, is mental. So we need to understand this in order for us to understand how to navigate in this world and actually actually get the life that we want. Now we're also going to explore deeper into Egypt quite a bit because Egypt is considered to be the birthplace of esoteric knowledge of mysticism, of alchemy, of hermeticism. Okay. All nations have borrowed from the secret doctrine, which is something we'll talk about a little bit later, um, including, but not limited to India, Persia, uh, Chaldea, Medea, China, Japan, Assyria, ancient Greece, and Rome. Okay. So there used to be this thing called the feast of knowledge where, uh, hierophants and masters of the lands of Isis would put together like this event for people who are willing to learn to kind of come. And this would usually consist of like the masterminds of the ancient lands, occultists and adept. Okay. And these laws that we are about to discuss come from the Kabbalion, which is a book based on hermetic philosophy. It was designed by these three initiates of the ancient practice who seek to keep the truth alive because, you know, after this secret information, because this is one of the most coveted information that you'll ever find um after it started getting passed around of course it started getting blurry right and so these three initiates made the cabalion because they wanted us to have the appropriate information and the appropriate interpretation so they what they have learned is from actual masters of hermeticism and so on and so forth okay so um, the Kabbalion actually pulls from this secret doctrine that we were talking about. And this is something you can actually look on. There's a website called ForgottenBooks.com, I believe. Is it .com? Yes, ForgottenBooks.com. You can actually look up the secret doctrine there as well. You can actually look up a lot of hidden lost books um, on there as well, uh, too. So um, first, we'll briefly discuss Hermeticism, and then we'll jump into the Hermetic principles and the laws of the universe towards the end. So let's talk about hermeticism and where it comes from. Okay. Now hermeticism actually comes from the teachings of Hermes, but first we have to note that there are a couple different Hermes in history. Okay. So we need to differentiate between them. Now there is Hermes in Greek mythology. He is also known as Thoth or Thoth, who is an Egyptian deity. Um, the Egyptians call him Thoth, but the Greeks call him Hermes. Okay. Now he is credited for inventing speech, writing, mathematics, medicine, engineering, astronomy, astrology, magic, and alchemy. He is also responsible for inscribing the sacred te teachings of himself into these hieroglyphs. All right. Now the second Hermes is the Hermes who is known as Hermes Trismegistus. Now he is the one who actually is credited for copying these inscriptions into books after the great flood, which were translated into Egyptian, then Greek. He was also known as the master of all masters. Okay. So labeled as the father of occult wisdom, founder of astrology in the discovery of alchemy. Now his history has been lost over the years, but apparently he exists before the days of Moses, if you believe in that. And also Jewish people even claim that Abraham acquired a portion of his knowledge directly from Hermes Trismegistus. But it actually kind of gets crazy. Okay. So basically the story goes that Hermes Trismegistus lived 300 years in the flesh and then Egyptians turned him into a deity or one of their gods under the name 
Thoth, Thoth, whatever you want to call him. Many years after that, the Greeks made him a god under their name, Hermes, the god of wisdom. But the actual flesh version was Hermes Trismegistus or who they call Trice Great. Now, Hermeticism is one of the most closely guarded teachings in history because all ancient teachings of every race can be tracked back to Hermes. Even ancient India teachings are rooted in Hermetic teachings, along with all regions dead or alive. OK, so the secret doctrine was created by advanced occultists with varying views traveling from the lands of Ganj to Egypt so that they can sit at Hermes Trismegistus feet to get a better understanding because many people believed he was directly connected to the sage deity Hermes whether they adapted all his teachings or not okay now Hermes teachings were meant to plant the seed of truth and many people have fought for years to keep that text in its purest form which is why these three initiates wrote the Kabbalion right uh, but it was never meant to be bent and twisted to establish the school of uh, philosophy, which would go on to dominate the world's mind. Okay. It was about the truth that exists, no matter what variables are present. Um, these are what we now know as the laws of the universe or the hermetic principles. So in this next episode, we're going to explore further, but I just want to set the foundation right now in this episode so that we can look at the laws of the universe that came from these teachings. So rightfully so the next question is what are the laws of the universe or the hermetic principles well first we have to understand that nothing is a coincidence even though we may not understand why something happened these laws facilitate harmony and prosperity in all living things okay so for me the laws of the universe are a collection of patterns that exist regardless of what the variables are that are present they cannot be changed by the perspective judgments or opinions of people places or things they're always true and as long as you are creating according to this laws you can manifest or create anything you desire without interference or detrimental consequence if you try to operate outside of these laws you can set energy into motion or a change of chain of events into motion that could be harmful to you in many ways now let's be clear that is my definition that i put together based on what i have learned um, what we need to understand is the first three laws are immutable, which means they are eternal laws or principles. Um, they can never be changed or transcended. They have and always will exist. Whereas the last four laws are mutable, which means that they can be transcended or used to your advantage to create a better reality. Now, each law is important. And when you can learn to master these laws, you can learn to transcend the last four and create the reality that you desire. So let's start with the hermetic principle one, which is the principle of mentalism. This is again, immutable, meaning it cannot be transcended. The Kabbalion says that the all is the mind, the universe is mental. So the truth that comes from this principle is that everything that exists in this material plane, including matter and energy is spirit, which is undefinable and unknowable, but is also part of the infinite living mind. Okay. According to the Kabbalion, it explains the true nature of power, energy, and matter, and how that can be manipulated by the mind or acts as a subordinate to the living mind, the infinite living mind. Okay. Now, let me try to explain this a little bit further. Everything that we experience with our senses, our five senses in this physical reality is a manifestation with origins in this invincible mental realm. OK, it also says that there is a universal mind or a consciousness which we know is held um, which is like God consciousness. Okay. We talked about that being in the seventh plane. Okay. Um, and that everything manifests from 
and all energy on every level of existence is created from this universal mind and is subordinate to this universal mind. Okay. So the universal mind is omnipresent, meaning that is present everywhere all at once. So what should your takeaway be from this first hermetic principle is that your reality is a manifestation of your mind. You have to be intentional with what you think and learn everything that you can about the mind and how it works so that you can learn to navigate this existence. Because if you can master your mind, we are living in an infinite living mind. Okay. If you understand your mind, you understand how this universe works. And you should already have some level of understanding because we talked about the subconscious and conscious mind in last season so that we can prepare for discussing this. Okay. And we're going to, we're going to expand on all of these principles in our next episode. I just want to lay the foundation. Okay. Because it is a lot of information to digest. Now, hermetic principle two is called the principle of correspondence. This is also immutable, meaning that it cannot be transcended. Okay. Now this is considered one of the most important mental instruments. All right. So the Kabbalion says as above, so below as below, so above, which is basically telling us that there is a connection or correspondence between the phenomenon and laws of various planes of existence in life. Okay. So let me explain that further. There are planes beyond what we are aware of. We talked about some of them last season. Okay. And there is an agreement, harmony, and correspondence between the mental, spiritual, and physical realms. This is what tells us that all is one because there is no separation since everything in the universe comes from source or God consciousness, whatever you want to call it. All right. Now the takeaway is everything that you see in this physical realm has its corresponding principle in the etheric world or universe that includes energy, light, vibration, and motion. Okay. So everything that you see right now is being manifested or everything that you think is being manifested in the spiritual and mental realms first, before you can see it in the physical world. Okay. That is important because we tend to think that something isn't working or what we want is not um, attainable just because we cannot see it in the physical world immediately. But we don't understand that in the spiritual and mental realms, when this is happening, right, when you think a thought, it actually happens instantly because there is no time and space, right? But in this material realm, because everything is so slowed down, we have a concept of time and space. So that means that those things are going to take time and space in order for them to be delivered, okay, from the moment that they are immediately manifested in the spiritual world. We just need some time and space to pass in order for us to see it in the material world. And please understand that each of these hermetic principles actually build on to each other. Okay. So next we're going to talk about hermetic principle three, which is the principle of vibration. This is the last of the immutable laws, meaning again, it cannot be transcended. All right. Now the Kabbalion says that nothing is at rest. Everything moves, everything vibrates. Okay. So this principle explains that matter energy, spirit, and the mind are different due to varying levels of vibration. Now, science has actually proven this, okay? So the law of attraction, which states that like energy attracts like, is actually rooted in this law of vibration, all right? So let me try to explain it further. Everything is energy. The purest form of energy is the highest vibration, okay? Moving so fast that it seems like it's at rest. While matter or the physical manifestation of energy is the lowest vibration, moving so slow, that it seems at rest. Now we are matter. 
Okay. And there are varying degrees of vibrations in between, but everything in this universe vibrates, travels, and moves in a circular direction. Okay. So this same principle applies to the etheric world where our thoughts, desires, feelings, and wheels exist. So every thought, sound, and thing has its own vibrational frequency that is unique to itself, just like we have our own vibrational frequency that is unique to ourselves. All right. So the takeaway from this is that everything is a vibration. Study energy and vibrations. Practice not judging your emotions or your thoughts when they come, but instead analyze them. Feel what it feels like to be in certain emotions and energies. Practice achieving them again in meditation. Okay. When you can re recreate a vibration, you can control your own mental vibration and the mental vibration of others. Okay. Our thoughts are vibrations, the most intense vibration in the universe. Okay. Hold on. Our thoughts our vibrations, the most intense vibrations in the universe. Okay. So one thing that we need to understand is that our mind cannot process negatives. So saying something like, I don't want to be broke anymore is putting you in the vibration of wanting to be broke. Okay. So make sure your thoughts focus on what you do want and not what you don't want. Okay. Cause vibration is what connects us all to each other and the universe. Unconditional love is the highest and most subtle of the emotional vibrations and hatred is the lowest and most dense. Okay. So if we understand that and we are able to recreate certain emotions, we can constantly be trying to raise our vibration and raise ourselves up out of those lower vibrational energies. Now let's move on to the mutable principles, which can be transcended or manipulated to your advantage. And I'm going to tell you how, okay? Now, hermetic principle four is the principle of polarity and this is mutable, okay? Now we talked about polarity before because we I had to explain that polarity actually exists, not duality, okay? However, in this material plane, duality does exist and that's what needs to be transcended. Now, the Kabbalion says that everything is dual. Everything has poles. Everything has a pair of opposites. Like and unlike are actually the same thing. Opposites are identical in nature, but different in degree. Okay, now extremes meet. All truths are but half truths. All paradoxes may be reconciled. So let me explain this a little bit further. This is what tells us that darkness is just the absence of light or the least amount of light. Cold is the opposite of hot or the least amount of hotness. Soft is just the least hard. Okay. Softness is the absence of hardness. They are all the same thing, but being experienced at a different extreme or a varying degree. All right. So the takeaway from this is when you understand that everything has its opposites in this existence, then you can learn how to change the vibration from bad to good or light to dark. Okay. Building off of that last principle we just talked about. Okay. Meaning that you can learn to take in energy and transmute it into something else. You can change your own polarity by constantly raising your vibration. Understand that abundance is your birthright. The universe is meant to grant us abundance in prosperity, in health, wealth, peace, love, joy, but we live in a third, the third dimension. So the opposites of all these things actually exist too. All right. Now, how do we transcend this polarity? Understand that duality only exists in the mental and the physical planes, not the spiritual where all is one. So you have to focus on the good and what you do want, even when things are not going good, even when things are quote unquote bad, you have to fight to keep your mind positive on the positive side of things because like attracts like, all right? If you think positive manifestations, you're going to get a positive manifestation. If you think negative, then you're going to get a negative manifestation. You have to understand that in order for you to be able to navigate this realm. 
because duality exists in this room. Unfortunately, that's a part of being a part of the third dimension. All right. Now we're going to hop into hermetic principle five. This is called the principle of rhythm. Again, it is a mutable um, law. Now the Kabbalion says everything flows out and in. Everything has its tide. All things rise and fall. The pendulum swing manifests in everything. Okay. So the measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left. Rhythm compensates all right now let me explain it this is what tells us that life has its cycles its seasons its ups its downs you go forward and you go backwards and the tide gets high and the tide gets low all right this pendulum manifests in every single thing this is something you cannot escape you could be at the height of your career but when you get to the highest that you can get you are going to hit a bottom now how low that bottom is is based on how high your vibration is and how well you manage your emotions, guys, how well you manage your thoughts, because if you learn that the pendulum, regardless of what you do, the pendulum is always going to swing back in a negative direction. And if you can control your thoughts and keep them focused on the positive, then eventually um, when the pendulum swings backwards, it's not going to swing back as far as it was because your vibration is so at such at a higher level that it doesn't swing all the way back. To topple you completely over unless you feed into the negative okay so you have to know that this is just a part of life so how do you transcend this is learn how to notice when the pendulum is swinging in the opposite direction get used to stepping out into the unknown and taking risks so that you know how to navigate in difficult situations okay that'll give you practice but also meditate so you can manage your thoughts and your emotions because there is a rhythm to everything you need to be able to find your rhythm in every situation okay Men Manage those thoughts and emotions with the understanding that it is going to swing back to the positive direction. Okay, so you have to keep your mind focused on the positive because, again, like attracts like. And this is actually what's happening right now. The pendulum is actually swinging back in the positive direction and the powers that be cannot accept that, even though they know that it's universal law, that this is how it has to be. Now, Hermetic Principle 6 is the principle of cause and effect. This is also mutable, meaning it can be transcended. And this is where we get the law of karma from, y'all. The Kabbalion says every cause has its effect and every effect has its cause. Everything happens according to law. Chance is not a thing, okay? But a name for a law not recognized. There are many planes of causation, but nothing escapes the law. Now, let me explain this. This tells us that there are no coincidences and everything happens as a chain reaction from something else. Something had to set it into motion. Every one of your thoughts, your words or actions set a specific effect into motion, which will materialize or manifest in the physical world over time. This exists across all three planes. So the physical, the mental and the spiritual. But the difference is, in the spiritual and mental planes there is no time or space so it happens instantaneously kind of like if you own a little trippy trip how you can kind of create your reality in front of you and there's no separation between the time that if you look down at the ground and say you want to create a flower a flower is going to create all right but here in this material plane there is a lag that happens between the initial cause and the effect associated with that cause now this takeaway is huge y'all instead of trying to change the circumstances or the effect Focus on changing the cause or the way that you think and the way that you act. Now, we are conditioned to focus on what happened and not the actual cause of it. All right. And we need to accept that sometimes it just is what it is. But we need to always look at what caused something. Who is behind it? Because that is where we find out the fucking truth.
Just like when I was on TikTok and I was talking about the train derailments and how it's linked to the smart cities. If you know who the fuck is behind it, you understand the propaganda and you understand the agenda. The cause is what we need to pay attention to, not what happened. What happened doesn't matter. Why did it happen? While also understanding that sometimes things just are what they are. Okay. Now, how do we transcend this principle? We need to understand that your intentions are instantly created in a spiritual realm. Okay. And through concentrated thought and visual visualization, whatever you're trying to visualize is automatically manifested. Now you need to learn to release your attachment to outcomes and know that it's going to come. Um, and while you wait, just keep visualizing, keep preparing for it to come. All right. Um, take action that you need to take in order for you to be prepared for it to come. And I'm explaining why in just a second. Now, hermetic principle seven is the principle of gender. This is the last of the hermetic principles, and this is mutable, meaning it can be transcended. But first, before we get into this one, we need to understand that gender does not mean sex, even though we use them interchangeably. Gender just means relating to generation or creation. So anything that is generated or created has this principle instilled in it. Now, let me explain this a little bit further. Every being has both parts. Every male has female elements and every female has male elements. The feminine elements are of love, patience, intuition, and gentleness, while the masculine elements are of self-reliance, logic, intellect, and energy. All right. The takeaway is to understand that no creation is possible without this principle. Our top chakras are our feminine energy or the spiritual non-physical side of us, while our bottom three chakras are our masculine or physical part. We have to learn to balance them both. Okay. You cannot just exist as a uh, being in survival mode as this physical body and thinking that you can just ignore the spiritual side of you. It does not work because that is the feminine side of you. And you'll never be able to balance those two energies. If you don't acknowledge the fact that you are spiritual, just as much spiritual as you are physical. And that spirituality comes with senses, just like your physical senses. Right now, a lot of us navigate life, just focusing on those five physical senses. And next episode, I'm going to tell you why that does not work. Okay. But understand everything has both feminine and masculine qualities, and we need to learn to balance them both equally. Now, let me give y'all a quick story time of the principle of gender, how I was using it in my life and didn't even know it. Okay. So as most of you know, uh, from my TikTok, my life changed drastically last year. And the only thing I did was find out my energy type and how it presents in my life, how I experienced the energy so that I could learn to stay in alignment. I learned to meditate so that I can manage my thoughts and emotions. And unknowingly, I live by the law of gender. I stopped worrying about how many followers I had and how many people listened to my podcast, um, watched me on YouTube or engage with my content, how much money I was making. And I just kept doing me. It took me seven months of doing this before I saw any results at all. Anytime I would get discouraged, I would tell myself new orders take time. Nothing in life is a light switch and instant gratification is not real. In fact, it kills self-confidence. All right. I meditated about what life I wanted and let my imagination go wild and I got as delusional as I fucking wanted to. All right. And I look back at what I was trying to manifest at the beginning of the year last year and I received almost everything that was on my list list. Okay. And the gag is that it looks nothing like I thought it would. When you learn to go with the flow and release your attachments, the possibilities and the opportunities are endless. Okay. Your mind is the most powerful thing about you. Learn about it. Learn how it functions. All right. Learn to manage your thoughts every single day. The world will literally open up for you. And I, I do not mean that lightly. I am a physical manifestation of that. I'm the physical proof of this. 
Now, those are the seven hermetic principles, which are also called the laws of the universe. Some people use that interchangeably with other laws, but there are, um, there are other laws that we need to understand called the cosmic laws of awareness, which include the law of one, the law of mercy, the law of love, the law of karma, the law of action, so on and so forth. And you can kind of explore those on your own. I'll kind of give y'all some resources for that, but these are the basics you just need to understand here. And here are a few more that I think are kind of worthy of mentioning. Now, one, we're going to talk about the law of attraction. Now this law tells us that like attracts like, and the understanding of this will help you to transcend the principle of polarity and rhythm. All right. So if your thoughts are negative, your manifestations will be negative. If your thoughts are positive, your manifestations will be positive. That's all you need to know about that. So I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but we're going to hit on it again. Next is the law of one. This tells us that everything is connected and everything is a part of the whole. All right. So everything that we do say, believe and think affects others and the universe we live in. As you can see, this law of one runs through the hermetic principles. All right. Now, next, we're going to talk about the law of perpetual transmutation. This tells us that energy is always moving and transmuting into and out of form. This law of nature also tells us that energy is always in a state of motion. OK, now let me explain it a little bit further. This explains that everything in our universe that we can see, smell, taste, hear and feel is in a constant state of change. When you take any of your five senses and pair it with an emotion, we get a manifestation of energy in various levels of vibrations. An emotion is any thought that has like or dislike attached to it. All right. So the higher the emotion, the higher the degree of like or dislike. So let me give you an example of the law of perpetual transmutation. Say that you got into it with a former friend for telling your business. Now, the first time that you see your friend after this incident will probably trigger an emotion which will manifest as energy based on the degree of dislike that you have for her. The first time you see the person, the dislike may be in a very high degree, but as time goes on, the emotion becomes less and less intense. So it is always changing. You know how like when something initially happened, you may be pissed the fuck off about it. And every time that you see them or you hear their name, you're instantly triggered by it. But as time goes on, you are less and less triggered by that. Okay. So my advice for this law is that we are meant to change. We are literally designed to be in a constant state of change. So learn how to release your attachments to people, places, and things. Learn how to manage your thoughts and regulate your emotions so that when it's time to change, you don't resist it. Also, understand that this law is telling us that we have everything inside of us that we need to change the conditions of our lives higher vibrations consume lower vibrations okay so you can level up at any time and a lot of the shit just comes down to believing that you deserve the change and are worthy of it then become as delusional as you possibly can about it okay just as delusional as we be about these men Next, let's talk about the law of relativity, which tells us that everything in our physical world is only made real by its relationship or comparison to something else. Okay, light only exists because it's being compared to darkness. Good only exists because it's being compared to bad. Hot only exists because it's being compared to cold and so on and so forth. Another definition is that the act of relating one thing to another is the only reason why something exists. All right. Now, let me explain this. So basically everything in life just is what it is until we compare it to something else. We assign all the labels. So remember in season one, when we talked about the ego and how it only knows how to survive through judgment, comparison and seeking validation, because that is what is what it does. So let me give you an example. So basically, um, say that 
you thought that you would go to college and after you got out of college, you're going to land a, a job that pays $80,000 a year. But unfortunately, it didn't work out as planned. However, one company had a junior position open with an opportunity to grow and paid you $60,000 a year. The entire time that you're at this job, you keep saying to yourself that you are disappointed that you're making $20,000 less than what you thought and that you have a master's degree and you shouldn't be working a junior level job. Every day you go to work with these thoughts living in your head. You are single-handedly putting yourself in a negative vibration, which is repelling all the prosperity and abundance. Positive attracts and negative repels, all right? So my advice when it comes to understanding relativity is that learn to go with the flow and stop trying to constantly um, control everything, okay? You need to stay in this state of gratitude and gratefulness, which is going to attract what you want to you. Release your attachments to outcomes because nothing ever really works out exactly as we plan. But if you stay in this energy of gratefulness, which attracts, we won't block any opportunities trying to find us. Your journey is not going to look like anyone else's. So you should not compare your journey to anyone else's. All right. We are all uniquely designed and each of us has a different variable to explore that everyone else here does not have access to that variable only we can explore it okay so say instead you got to that job and you're like okay no it didn't work out for the 80k but I'll take the 60k and you put you put everything into action you stayed positive you made yourself useful whatever the case may have been and they six months later decide they want to create a position to you because you have something that nobody else has and now you making 100k and you was only expecting 80k that is why you have to stay positive because when you become attached to that outcome of I'm so disappointed that I didn't get the 80k I want the 80k and you putting all yourself in this negative vibration that's going to block all your blessings you don't need to do that babes keep it positive I'm telling you and not everything has to be positive of course you got to have balance right we talk about balance all the fucking time but when it comes to the things that you want in your life it better suits you to be positive about it than it does being negative about it because it puts you in a positive vibration which is aligned with joy excitement abundance right and it pulls all of those things in your direction next we're going to talk about the law of action and this is the last one we'll talk about now this this tells us that action must be applied in order to see materialization or the manifestation of our intentions in the physical realm. Okay, so let me explain that once you figure out what you want, you have to make sure your actions support those dreams, those emotions, those words, those thoughts. You have to actually do something different in your waking world. Remember, we talked about the Holy Trinity, which is the mind, the body and the spirit being aligned. How do we do that? We make sure our thoughts, our emotions and our actions are aligned when we get new knowledge knowledge or new information our emotion gives us understanding about that knowledge and that information and then we must do something differently based on that new knowledge we received this is how we learn and we grow okay so my advice for this one is anytime you find yourself romanticizing a relationship a job a place stop yourself so that you don't set up the wrong expectations for the outcome in your head we tend to get attached to certain outcomes which cause us to overlook what is actually occurring anytime you get new information about anything you need to figure out how you feel about it and regardless of what your potential you saw in the relationship the job the place the friendship your actions have to align with how you feel about the new information this is the very definition of standing on business Okay, you will never get what you want until you stop accepting what you don't want. Okay, 
The law of action tells us that if we want something, we think about it and we have we've applied the understanding or we have to get up and we have to do something that works towards that goal. Everything that we do has to support our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, our emotions, our dreams. Okay, so you can't just wait around and think that it's going to show up at your doorstep. You have to put in the work. You have to do something differently in your waking world. I might tell you a joke, but I never tell you a lie. Okay. So we're going to stop this first episode here. Thank you so much for coming back and tuning in. Next week, we'll expand on the principles in the hermetic teachings. This season is going to be so informative, y'all. And we'll start to help you understand where we live, what laws govern where we live, and how we can use that knowledge to our advantage because knowledge really is power. All right. Now, the Kabbalion is what I used for this. Um, Again, it can be found on Scribe. It can be found on YouTube. It can also be found on the Forgotten Book site that I gave at the beginning. Also, the Secret Doctrine, which is on the Forgotten Book site as well. And then there's also a book called The Cosmic Law. Laws of cosmic awareness, which are going to go through the laws of karma, the laws of the law of one, the law of mercy and all of that stuff, too. If you guys want to read that. Thank you again for tuning in. And I love y'all deep. I'll see y'all next week.